Okay, let's start off this week's Parshas Vayakal Pekudei, and uh, hopefully one thought about Parshas Para at the at the end. Tavshenayin Beis. Start off with a Vakaras al Shabbos Oneg thought in the name of the Chida. Name of the Chida. Go a little out of order, and then we'll uh, come back more towards the beginning. In Paragvamet Hey Pasuk Chaf Aleph, the Pasuk says Vayavo Kol Ish Asher Saolibo. Everybody whose heart was uplifted came. They brought, as we know, Vayakab Akude is a repeat of Truma and Many, many Psukim repeated. Very few Rashis on these Parshias because Rashi said most of what he had to say on these topics in Truma and But it's all repeated. And as we've discussed in the past, uh, various suggestions about why the Torah spends so much ink in terms of repeating something that Pashas could have been said in one Pasik, Vayasuk, Ochalashur Tziva Hashem Moshe. Says the Chida, a thought that we've said from others, but let's see how he says it. The Pasik again says, Vayavau Kal Libo, Kiyadua, line two. Beteva Bnei Adam. It's natural. Many times we are inspired, we get a feeling that we want to do something, I'm going to do this, I've decided, but after a while, and when it comes time to we cool off, we're not as excited as we used to be, it was a great plan, but you know, is it really the best thing to do? Is it really thought out? Maybe it's not the greatest. Maybe I can think of a better plan. We have all the excuses in the book for why not to carry out our original thoughts and our original plans. And we just give up and we don't do what we had planned to do. Kigon. Adam Sometimes we, f- we hear about a family that needs something. They don't have anything in their house. And I say, okay, I'm going to help them. I'm going to go out. I have a thought. I'm going to give them this schum after, after uh, when I get there. And by the time it comes, maybe they don't need so much. I have other needs. I'm used to, I get used to the state of the other family. That's in general. Many times plans are not brought to fruition and the exact ideas that I thought were so amazing and so inspirational, they don't make it to the Tachlas. They don't make it to the Lamaisa. That's what this Pasuk is teaching me. It's every single man whose heart was uplifted, who was inspired originally, they brought it. They brought it. says the this is in short what we saw a couple of years ago, the same thought from Rav Palm. Rav Palm says that's the Chiddush, not just of this Pasuk, but of the entire Parshios. The entire Vayakob Bakude is switched, is repeated. Why? Because how many times do we have a command, do we have a thought, and we don't bring it to fruition? And that's the difference between Shumet Tetzave, which is Vyasisa, Vyasisa, Vyasisa. Do it, do it, do it. And in our parshios, vayasu, 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 over and over again, they did exactly what was commanded. A, they fulfilled it, and B, they fulfilled it exactly how they planned to fulfill it. So our job is to always take the plans and bring them to fruition as quickly as possible and as perfectly as possible. Okay, that gets us started, and now we get into some of the other psukim in Vayakapakute. By the way, I've gotten emails. Next week, Brother Hashem will be, uh, also the Parsha Shirim will be, reg- uh, hopefully, Brother Hashem, on regular schedule. The Sunday before Pesach will be the Haggadah Shir. The Sunday before Pesach will be the Haggadah Shir. Uh, we'll make that a little earlier that night. We need some more time. And there won't be a Parsha Shir that week. The week before, uh, the week of Pesach, there's no, there's no, uh, Parsha that week. It's, uh, it's Yantif. But, uh, but Sunday, it's Sunday nights. So we'll have a whole week, hopefully, to be able to have it, uh, have it up for those, uh, those listening, uh, not in this room. But uh, that'll be the Sunday before Pesach. For the next couple of weeks, we'll have regular, um, regular Bezashem Parshashira. Okay, 
Perak Lamed Hay, Pasach Chavav. So we have the Nidavis described again, and all the women who are have a special Chachma, they sow the Tchelas and the Argaman, and Pasach Chavav tells us, V'chol Anashim Asher Nasaliban, all the women whose hearts were uplifted, okay, that's the Lashon that's constantly used in these Pesukim, the Ramban picks up in that Lashon, our hearts have to be Nisaolibo, have to be raised up. The women were Nisaoliban. So what exactly does that mean? We just said the Ramban picks up on it. What does it mean, Nisaoliban Tavuasim? So there is a Zohar. There's a Zohar that we're going to get to in a couple of lines, but let's see what the context is in Raftaihtal, the Aim Habanim Smech. Nira Lilamid says the Ema Banim Smecha, a message that has to do with every single action, every single mitzvah for sure, but even many actions that we do in life. Says the Ema Banim Smecha, anything done, let's say it outside first and then we'll see it, anything done lishma, with proper intent, adds significance to the act itself and makes it a different act qualitatively. Let's see what he's talking about. As we know, the Eim Avanim Smecha is a major work about Yishev Eretz Yisrael, written earlier, before the uh, the founding of the state. Says the Eim Avanim Smecha, Rav Teichtel, Nirali Lalamed, Es Hanodvim Nidvos Lebinyan Arsenu HaKadosha. Let me tell those people that send money to the Yishuv. Let me send those people that send any money to Eretz Yisrael. Sheyomru Bishas HaFrasha. They should say when they're writing out the check, this is a little bit, if I don't have this chus, if I don't have the ability to live there right now, says Rav Tachtel, this is l'shem mitzvahs, Yishev Eretz Yisrael, at least for others right now, Beth Hashem, me, in a certain amount of time. When I write out a check, I'm writing out a check, it's stuck a check. There's so much kavana that we could put into this act. I can create worlds by having proper kavana. And that check, that money that I'm sending to the Yishuv in the 1940s when he wrote this and before has such added significance for the mitzvah itself and for the Oseha mitzvah. There won't be any external spiritual metaphysical forces that would be able to affect the mitzvah because it would be a perfect mitzvah done with proper intent lishma. Where do you see this from? You see this from two places. First, from the Magid Meisharim. The Magid Meisharim was the safer reign by Rabbi Yosef Cairo. The answers that he received from the Malach when he t- went to sleep every night and had his questions. So he wrote a sefer called Magad Meishar, not as famous as his other major works, the Beis Yosef, the Kesef Misha, and the Shulchan Aruch, but the Magad Meishar, same author. He writes there in Parshas Shruma on the Pasuk, Va'asuli Mikdash, Va'halo, but Parshas, just uh, parenthetically, this whole entire sefer was written without Svarim. It's unbelievable. Whenever you open a, a page of the Eimah Vadim Smecha, you realize how much he knew without a sefer. And he wrote this all. Now, Baruch Shem, we have the we have the new versions, and we have the footnotes. We don't know exactly what he's quoting, but he was quoting this all alpet. So he says, "I learned it from the Magid Meisharim Shekasa B'Zehalashon Fahalo B'Parshasa Kadish Tada in this holy parsha Amar Va'asuli Migdash Make for me a Migdash V'Chein Amar V'Yikhuli Truma Give Truma to me, to me, to me. Li Li. The word keeps repeating itself. Lemirmas to B'Mili Kadisha." Whenever we're about to do something, we're about to do a mitzvah, we have to make sure that we even verbalize L'Shem Kedusha. With everything we do, this is L'Shem Kedusha. Again, this is one of the sources where some circles came up with a nusuch of a tefillah before mitzvot, l'shem yichud. Certain Hasidic sects say that, but even separate from l'shem yichud, a bracha, to have kavana by the bracha l'shma. I'm going to get to the controversy, to say, not to say. But something should be said, and let's say there is a mitzvah without a bracha. 
The Mishnah Brewer quotes it. I'm in the store on Friday morning. I'm buying for, for Shabbos. L'Kavit Shabbos. L'Shem Mitzvah's Onik Shabbos. That adds an element. So many actions that we go through in life could be, the significance could be uplifted, could be raised by just adding a little bit. And by saying something that can influence ourselves and influence the, influence the act. L'Shem Kedusha. Kihechi Deboi Bakursaya Demanichon Babrismil Shem Elio. It says also by Brismila we say this is Kisishel Yo. What do we have to say it for? Because every time you say something, that adds. Arkan Daito Hamalok Shehikov Rabbeinu Beis Yosef. That's what the Malak told the Beis Yosef. Okay, about the Parsha Basuli Mikdash. Venira Lila Hosef, and he says that's I want to add. He says that's what we could we could say. Viyikhuli Truma Lilishmi Sheyomar B'Shas Afrasha Samos. We say once we get stucka, that's what it's talking about in the parsha. Yet frishuli mamonam nadava. What does it have to do with us? The following line. Now we get to our parsha. Vayakel. Shuv matzasi b'shla kadosh. Shehevi b'shem areishes chachma. According according kabbalistic svarim. Shehevi me'azoar shakasa b'zealashon tachazi. See what it says in our parsha. V'chal hanashim asher nasalibon. The women whose hearts were uplifted to give and to act and to weave and to sew and to do all the avodos. It was all in the context of mitzvah. Bishaita da havi avdin avitsa havi amrin da lemikdasha da lemishkana da leparuchta v'chein kol inun umnin. Every act that was done is l'shem mitzvah. There are so many actions where we we could expand this. Any type of shopping, any type of, of, of doing something for our children and bringing them to the proper chinuch. If we put it in the proper perspective, like these women, every act that they did, we could uplift our hearts. And that's what we need to do. Begin the Tishrei Kutsha al Yadayu, that brings Hashra's Hashrina. By, by sanctifying what we do. That's the language of the Zohar, and he says. Therefore, he says, back to his context, skipping a couple of lines. Line 23. Whenever we do something for Eretz Yisrael, when we send money, when we work in Eretz Yisrael, look what he says. If anybody is physically involved in tilling, in plowing, in planting. Somebody's a backyard. L'shem, mitzvah, yishev Eretz Yisrael, I'm helping Eretz Yisrael blossom. Min ha-pa'ulos, yomar kodem ha Before we get dirty. She'ose kanal, v'yase bazetik in gadol, we are, we are helping and improving God's chosen land. V'lo yiyakach l'chitzonim l'achoz b'shem pa'ulom ipa'ulos, and on a Kabbalistic level, there won't be any, anything that prevents this act this mitzvah that we're doing to bring its ultimate effect in Shamayim. And he says, obviously, everything has an effect even if you don't say anything. Every mitzvah that we do, every action that we do with a constructive purpose works even without the kavanah. Even if you have a worker who doesn't think about Eret Yisrael. But obviously, it's mitzvah menamuvchar. We could add so much in so many areas of our life if we just put it into the right context. If we put it into the context of having uplifted hearts, the Chalanashim Asher Nisao Liban. That's what the Zohar teaches us about the women who worked in the Mishnah. Okay, moving right along. Says the Pasik. Paraglamid Vav, Pasik Zion. Lamid Vav Zion. So we have, this is the section of actually working. Moshe tells B'nai Yisrael, see B'tzalel, he's going to be the leader. The Pazik says that Hashem filled him with wisdom. He's a great architect. They did everything with all the men that are Chacham Lev. We discussed in past years, how did B'tzalel get trained? There were no architectural master's programs that he could have gone to in the, in the desert. Or even in Mitzrayim, how did he get the training? Okay, he did. He was Moshe Nefesh, so he got it. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, after he has all the Nedavis, 
All the artisans took everything that was collected and donated. And they all came. There's so much. This was the greatest, the, the most successful appeal in the history of the world. Moshe said it's time to build the Mishkan. They got more. He had to say enough. I don't think it's ever happened since. Moshe Rabbeinu said enough. They told him, we don't need any more. We have everything. We have everything full. All the bank accounts are full. We can't fit anything else in. Amazing. So what happens? Moshe gives a clap. Moshe sends out an email. No more. We don't need any more. They said, okay, no more. The malacha was enough. Dayam. Die. Right, enough. Like the word, the name of Hashem is Shakai. Sha'amar la'olam die. Enough. Vehoser. And there was left over. Ask the Arachayim HaKadosh. This is a simple question on Pasha Pshat. How do you read this last Pasuk? It was enough. Vehoser. Enough means they had exactly what they needed. Die. Die means this is what it is. Die. Enough. Exactly. Vehoser. And there was extra. So was there extra or was there enough? They said we have enough. So when Moshe did the math, when they used everything, did they have extra? The Hoser, or was it die? Or did he just say, ah, it was enough, meaning they had extra? The Torah is meduyak. Every word in the Torah. They could have just said, and they had plenty. They had extra. Just leave out the word die then. Ask the Arachaimah Kaddish in source number three. Heim beiz dvarim hefchiyim. These are two opposites. Im dayam eno Hoser. Vim Hoser eno dayam. Two words are opposite. Vikan. And I don't really like to say that it's lozu azu, meaning not only was there enough, there was even extra. I'd rather not give that shot. Because they're both describing the same item. Sometimes the Gemara or the Mishnah will say, not only this, but this, to tell you an even bigger Chiddush. But that's where you're talking about two different things. Not only A, but also B. Here you're talking about the same collections. Not only was there this, was there exactly enough, there was extra. So don't say there was exactly enough. The ain't derech laso sug echad beisugim ki yesh benishma hachasha. The words contradict. Vaod as as we formulated before. Lo hayitzarech lo mardayim elav hamalacha haysa hoser lekom malacha. And then he says v'yod kolakasim yusav. The whole pasuk is extra. Why? Shayama the mala. Look at the previous pasuk. It already said Moshe said enough. And Moshe said, don't bring any more. So you know the story. What is this Pasuk adding? It's not telling me anything. Right? They, they came. We read through the last three Pesukim of this section. They came. Moshe, it's enough. Moshe said, okay, don't bring any more. Period. I don't even need this Pasuk. They obviously didn't say that until they estimated exactly how much there was. What's the whole Pasuk teaching me? Says the Arachayim HaKadosh. It's teaching me a hidden miracle that took place. Doesn't sound like such an exciting Pasuk, but every Pasuk, if we dig deep enough, is exciting. Even in Pasuk Vayakab Kudai. Says the Arachayim HaKadosh, the Ulai, maybe, sheyashmi'enu hakasiv chibas b'nei Yisrael b'nei hamakom. It's to teach us Hashem's love for every Jew. Really? There was extra. There was extra. But you know what? How would somebody feel if they know that their donation was not used? You know, so what? I give it. I gave it to Moshe. How does that feel? If you ever give something to somebody and they don't use it, oh, I have three of them already. Right? So why do you feel? You feel like, oh, well, it was worthless. My act wasn't needed. So it was extra. There was extra. They had to be so exact. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu was nervous. He didn't want anybody to be upset. He didn't want anybody to have Chalisha's Hadas. So Hashem made a miracle so that nobody would feel bad. Chash Hashem l'chvod kal ish shetarchu v'heviyu. 
Hashem was choshesh for the covet of each person. V'nichnas kol amuva beis Hashem v'malachaz ha'mishkan. That gave towards the malachaz ha'mishkan. V'zeshir ha'kasuv, and this is what the Pasuk means. V'hamalacha asher tziva Hashem l'asos b'mishkan, hispika lihikanis pesocha, kol amalacha sh'asu b'nei Yisrael. It was, it was enough. Hagam shehoser, even though there happened to have been extra, but that was not known. Pirish. Shehaya yoter me'at sarich, Hashem figured it out and made it that, oh, there's extra, so I'm going to make more needs. I'm going to make sure that it's exactly even, equal, exactly enough. It's going to be die, even though there is hoser. That's the hidden nace, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu felt bad. He didn't want anybody to have the feeling of, oh, I can't believe I brought it, and it wasn't needed. He doesn't go one step further, and that is, that's the message for us. Mahu afata. How many times do we have this opportunity where somebody does something for us and really it's not needed? Really, it's it's done already. How careful we have to be if Hakadosh Baruch Hu, according to the Rachaim Hakadosh, performed a miracle in order not to make somebody feel bad. We too. Right? If somebody brings us something and we already we already have the, have it and the shalachmanis and a sefer and whatever it is. So we have to fake it. Mishanim ibn Ashalam. We could we could pretend. We can't do a nace, but we could pretend. Right? Even let's say somebody's telling us telling us a vart. Right? It happens. And we know it already. We know it already. To show excitement. The person obviously saying it over is excited about it. So if I know so what, I'll hear it again. And even if I hear it and I and I I don't think I'm going to get anything out of it. It happens to be just Erech Agav that whenever you hear something a second time, many times, we could get something out of it the second time. So it's good for us too. This is just a, a, a Derech Agav. I just thought of this today to put in. That's why it's not on your sheet. I once heard from Dr. Abraham, the Nishmat Avraham, beautiful pshat in a mission in Pirkei Avos. I don't know who he was quoting. Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, in Perakhei, there are seven Midos by a Golam. Golam is an unrefined individual. Veshiva b'chacham. And there are the opposite seven midos by a chacham, by a wise man. A golem is the opposite of a chacham. And the Mishnah lists off all the midos of a chacham. Chacham ain't a madaber l'fei misha gadol v'mena b'chacham over minyan. Chacham doesn't speak in front of somebody who is wiser than him. Ain't a nichras l'tov t'be chavero. He doesn't cut cut into somebody else's words. He answers with patience. He asks appropriate questions, gives appropriate answers. He's asked two questions. He asks, answers the first one first, the second one second. Here's the line. And on what he didn't hear, he says, oh, I didn't hear that. Why is that such a great midavachacham? What he didn't hear is that I didn't hear. What? He should say, what he didn't hear, he says, I heard already, that will be a liar. But that's a, that's a great midah of a chacham. Al-masha lo shama omer lo shamati. And also the Mishnah continues and says, v'chilufeyen v'golam. The opposite applies to a, to a golem, an unrefined individual. What's the opposite? So most of these things, you can figure it out. Somebody doesn't uh, cut into somebody else's conversation, somebody who cuts in. Somebody who answers in order, somebody who answers out of order. What's the opposite of this line? On what he didn't hear, he says, I didn't hear. That was a chacham. What's the opposite? That's not a golem, that's a chakran. So what's the opposite? What's the, what's the meat of a golem? So said that to Abraham, That's the opposite. What I heard, I say I heard. So what's, what does that mean? If we ever hear something, I heard it already. I heard it already. Whenever we hear a, you know, we hear one, one of our uh, rabbis speaking. Ah, oh, he said this two years ago. I heard it already. Rabbi's repeating himself. Al shama omer shamati. Even if the ninety nine percent could be new, but sometimes oh, I I heard that. Boom! I heard it already. I turn off. Al shama omer shamati. That's a golem. What's a chacham? Al lo shama omer lo shamati. Ninety nine percent of the vart I've heard already. There's 1%. Maybe I can hear a new nakuda, a new nuance, a new way of expressing it. Oh, that's the same word, chacham. 
But it's not just mikol adam, mikol anything that somebody tells me. I'm, I'm ready to learn. So when somebody tells me something, for two reasons, I have to stay excited. Number one, like we just said, I could get something out of it anyway. But even if 100% not, what if I told him the fart and now he's telling it back to me? Right? So I know you. I thought peaking. This is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for Am Yisrael. They brought, he didn't make them feel bad, they did something. That's what we have to do as well for our for our fellows. Okay. Let's continue. Moving on to Perak Lamed Zion. Perak Lamed Zion now describes again, repeats the work, the building of the Kalim. Perak Lamed Zion. Pazagalf. Vayas Bitsalo es Ha'aron Atseishitim. Batsal built the Aron. It goes through all the dimensions again. We discussed the dimensions back in Parshas Truma. So, the question is asked, and the Ha'ara is made, that this is the only Kli where B'tzalel's name is mentioned explicitly in the Torah. The only one. Just look at some of the other ones. It says Vayas, but it does not say B'tzalel. Go earlier. Vayas Yurios Izim. Next, Vayas es hakrushim la mishkan, the krushim. Vayas berichei ati shitim, and he made. Doesn't say who though. We know who it's talking about, but only by the aron is it mefurish. Vayas. Let's continue. Next, Vayas es hashulchan. Vayas es amenora. Vayas es mizbacha katoras. Vayas es mizbacha ola. Vayas es akir nechoshes. It's unbelievable. Every one is the same. Vayas es achatzer. Unless you think it's the first one, it's not the first one. The Krushim were earlier, and the Uriel season were earlier. So you can't say, oh, the first one, and it's like ditto. No, it doesn't work, because it's the third one. So why is B'tzalel mentioned explicitly? Dafka by the Ari. Says the Meshachachma. First of two, to two Meshachachma nights. Says the Meshachachma. Fayas B'tzalel es Ha'arin. Source number four. Mada, first of all, the Ha'arin is amazing. You have to read the Psukim with an eye for detail. Why doesn't it say B'tzalel anywhere else by the Kalim? Only here by the Aron. He gives two answers. Two answers. One is very simple, obvious, and one's a little deeper. Number one, says the Meshachachma, Mishum Sheshar Dvarim Asu Gamacherim Every other Kli had a double. Every other Kli could be a replica could be made. Shlomo HaMelech made many menorahs, many shulchans. If the, something happens to the Mizbech Hazav, you make another one. You can make an, a, a second of everything. You lose it, you make it again. There was only one Aron. One Aron for the, that held the Luchos. There might have been two Aronas, one went out to war, but at least in terms of the Aron and the Kodesh Kadashim, there was only one, the one built by B'Tzalel. Because this is the only Aaron in history. And it's still in the Makam Kodesh Kadashim, buried underneath, as we know from the Mesorah. When we, should come tomorrow. And. I was talking to Shir today that Erev Pesach is the busiest day of the year in the Beis Hamikdash. In the afternoon of Erev Pesach, every single carbon Pesach has to be shechted. Every one. It's a very busy day. Thousands and thousands. So Meheri Bana Beis Hamikdash, we're going to get the Aaron back. That's the only. Everything else, right? The the, the Clay Hamikdash Museum, they might be making other kalim. They're not making an Aaron, right? They made the menorah. They can make others. They're not making an Aaron because that one you don't have to make. We have it. We just can't get to it now. Vayas b'tzalel is ha'aron. There's only one aron. The aron b'tzalel. That's the emphasis of the pasuk. One shot. Number two. Vulai the hikmat akasev shloyas l'doras aron akruvim rakzesh as b'tzalel. Wonderful. And then he quotes v'yitachin od. Another shot is possible. V'yitachin od de amru. Amazing how he thinks. The Gemara tells us. 
Ra'u kruvim hamu ravim We know when the Chorban Abayas took place and the non-Jews went into the Heichal, they saw the Kruvim in an embrace, hugging. We know why were they in an embrace, because the Kaddish Baruch was telling us, even as I'm destroying the base of Migdash, I love you, and that's why I'm destroying the bricks and the stones, and not you, as Chazal tell us. But the others did not know that, because that and that's what it says. We're not allowed to replicate the Kruvim. V'yim came, but what do we see? We see that there's a danger of people seeing the Kruvim and not appreciating them. V'yim came, chashash Hashem Yizbarach. Hashem was worried. Shema acharei shechatu be'egel. Post Egel, Shema Kishayasa Echadesa Aron, Yobalahara Iza Machshavizara, Hanotila Darke, Hatalismaos, Talismans, Vaatsabehen. This idea is connected to the first one, but it's a separate thought. Hashem was worried about making any other Aron ever in history. Maybe the Kavanas wouldn't be pure. Maybe it's gonna it's gonna smack of Elohe Chesav Elohe Zav. They'll focus on these Kruvim not just as a tool for showing the Jewish people what Akharish Baruch Hu thinks of us, which is what the Kruvim ultimately were, but they won't appreciate it. And they'll think of it as as some magical, something that has power in itself. Only Betzalel was allowed to build the Mishkan, the Aaron, but why? Vachin Bachar Betzalel. Who is Betzalel? B'tzalel ben Uri ben Chur, Lamata Yehuda. Who was Chur? Chur was killed by the Maisa Ha'egel. Chur, the son of Miriam, as we know, he had nothing to do with the Egel. He stood up. Yes, the mysterious behavior of Aaron Cohen. All that we showed him discussed what exactly was his kavana. Obviously, the Shem Shemayim, he was Aaron Cohen. But Chur, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt. He stood up and he was killed. Right, by Yivan Mizbeach Lefanov, what does the Gemara say in Sanhedrin? By Yoven Mizavuach Lefanov. Aaron realized from the one who was slaughtered in front of him, he better not just stand up to them. He's got to try to figure out a different way. So Bitzalel was the grandson, Bitzal ben Urim Menchur, the grandson of the one who was the anti Egel. So Bitzalel could build the Aaron and the Kruvim. He's the only one that there's no danger. It's in his DNA that gold images have nothing to do with his kavanas. He's totally mufka from that. And that's why possibly it always repeats his yichus. We know it already, but it repeated it again. Just thinking about it now. Look at back in Pasuk Lamed. In Parak Lamed, hey. Vayar Moshe Ben Yisrael. Look what he says. It's a very unusual Lushan. I don't think the Meshachachwa picks up on this. But Vayar Moshe Ben Yisrael. Ru'u kara Hashem b'shem b'tzala b'nuri b'nchor l'mate yudah. See b'tzala b'nchor l'mate yudah. Vayamaleh. And then the next Pasuk says, Hashem gave him ru'ah, chach, mabina, v'chulu. What's the first Pasuk? See B'tzal Ben-Uri Maybe the emphasis is see who he is and who his family is and where he comes from and realize why he is being chosen for this task. Re'u B'tzal Ben-Uri Ben-Chur. Why doesn't it go to the next line? Right? He had a famous father. Miriam had a famous husband. Right? But it doesn't. Because Chur is the key. Because Chur stood up to the masses. Imkain mitzada chinuch vateva shehu sone kol anotem achrei ahevel v'tzir shum dmus v'tmuna. He's against every type of tmuna. Ubal yavo l'shum machshav azara klal. He won't come to any machshav azara lachain kasav. That's why it says by the Aaron vayas b'tzalel shehu levado asa es haAaron below shum siyua. He did it. Nobody else was allowed to do it, and nobody else could do it for the rest of history. And now he has an unbelievable diuk that you can read by Yaakov Akude a hundred times and not catch it. And it's a pasuk that we all know. 
He says, if you look in Shmos, Perak Lamed Aleph, Pasik Beis and Gimel, Lamed Aleph, Beis and Gimel, which is at the beginning of Parshas Kisisa, Lamed Aleph, Beis and Gimel, Re'ei Karasi B'Shem B'Tzal Ben Urbe'e Cholom Atei the same thing, Vayemaleo Taruach Alokim, B'Chachma B'Tzun of the last Chom Lacha, what does he need to do? Lachshob Machshavos, La'asos B'Tzal Ben Urbe'e La'asos B'Chom He's got to do all the Malacha. What about in our parsha? In our parsha, what does it say? Ulahoros asabalibo. Let me find the exact pasuk. He quotes Perak Lamed Hey Pasuk Lamed Gimel. Uvacharosh is even the malos. Uvacharosh is Eislah Asos Bechal Meleches Machsheves. The source for Hilchas Shabbos. Why the switch from to do everything just a lasos? And here, all of a sudden, it's it's not just malacha; it's malachas machsheves, because now it's post egel, and by post egel, now the machshavas of Bitsala play a crucial role in building of the mishkan and specifically the egel. So before the egel might have been lasos, but afterwards, so you might ask, oh, why was he chosen before? And he was chosen; he was the best architect. But now his family lineage is playing an even greater role. Ben Uri Ben Chur Lamata Yehuda. Let's read his words. Vilachain. Ubeze Yivua, line 25. Shashem Yisbar Kodem Asiyas Egel. Before the Egel. This is assuming that the Torah is written in order. Right? Assuming that you have the, the Tzivui. And ap, before and after. Amar Re'e Karasi B'Shem B'Tzalel. Vamali La'asos B'Chol Molacha. That's Molacha. And now, Shemar Moshe L'Yisrael. Kasuv La'asos B'Chol Molachas. Machsheves. Ulefish Zehaya Achar HaEgel. Va'az ha'malacha ha'yetzorak li'os tahora gam ha'machshava shleyaharu shem tzir geshem v'tavnes d'mus klal. When you're building these kruvim, don't don't think about. You can't be thinking about the egel. Anybody else might have been thinking about it, but not Betzalel. Not based on who his grandfather was. It's in the DNA. Nothing to do with it. So it's really one idea of why it's Betzalel, but then an expanded idea why Betzalel had to be the one. We continue. Paraglam ches, pasaches. Paraglam ches, pasaches. Maybe the most talked about pasik in this parsha, because this is one that's not a repeat from the previous psukim. The kiyar, the kiyar. One pasik about the kiyar. Vayas es hakiyar nechoshes, es kanon nechoshes. We have to make the kiyar the place where the kohanim wash their hands and their feet. Bimaros Hatsovos Asher Tzavu Pesach With those Maros Hatsovos. With those historical, amazing mirrors. What mirrors were these? We know the Rashi. Rashi tells us that these were the mirrors from the women in Mitzrayim. Binos Yisrael Hayu Biyadon Maros Sheroos Vahen Kishemis Kashos. These mirrors, the women brought the mirrors that they used to beautify themselves with the mirrors in Mitzrayim. Why? Because the husband said, forget it, they were depressed. They said, I'm gonna, we're going to have kids to throw the babies into the river, forget it. And the women said, no, Akash Baruch is going to save us, we have to go on. And they used these mirrors to beautify themselves in order so that their husbands would be with them. And these mirrors are the ones that they were brought to Moshe Rabbeinu. They also weren't, uh, they didn't hold them back. I don't know how many mirrors they had, but it could be these were the only mirrors they had in the Mishkan. So it's pretty amazing for the wi- all the women to give up all the mirrors. All my mirrors. Give them all up to the Mishkan. Moshe says, I'm going to use these mirrors. I'm going to use these mirrors for the, for the Kiyar. The, you know what the Kiyar is, Moshe says? It's in between the Mizbeach and the Heichal. This Kiyar. Shall Yedehem Hamidu Hanashim Tsvaot Rabot Bimitsrayim. How many armies of Jews came out of these mirrors? Kishahayu Balayam Yigayim Bavodas Perach, Hayu Holchos Umalikos Lamachal Umishta, Umachilosan, Vinotos Hamaros, the Kalachas, Broats Moin Baila. She used to take the mirror and look at them in the mirror they both look together in the mirror, and in that way uh, they were able to be with their husbands. That's the that's the Maros Atsovos. What's the take-home message for us? Moshe Rabbeinu takes these maras at Sovos. What are we supposed to learn about this? Says of Chaim Shmulevitz 
in a sicha on Parsha's Noach. The third ma'amar in the new version of the Sichas Musr. See, he talks about this in the Hemshech, in the continuation in the last paragraph, but we'll start off with the beginning. Uluman hevinis advarim srichanal lavar yisod gadol haniralonum in atorim edivre chazal. Let us explain something here. Let me just add. We had earlier that lishma in a mitzvah could bring it to amazing levels in any ma'isa. Right? That was the thought that we had before from, from the Ema Banim Smecha. So Rav Chayesh Levitz is going to say something similar but different. Lishma changes items and imbues items with sanctity. Be'elisha Kasuv, many examples. First of all, with Elisha. Elisha tells Gechazi, Ba'yomal Gechazi, Chagor Masnecha V'kachmish Anti Biyadecha, Go take my stick. V'leich V'chu V'santamish Anti Apreyanar, Go take my staff, and use that staff to do Tchiyas Amesim with the Nar that died. What power does the stick have? It's Elisha who has the power, not his Mishenes. No, but you know what you see from here? We see the power that each of us have. All the physical items around us, we could sanctify, and Elisha sanctified it so much that it had the power of Tchiyas HaMesim. Amnam, Kishem Shebiyadadam Lasos Kain, Kach Biyadadam Levatel Koachzeh. If I misuse and desecrate something, just the opposite happens. And that's what happened with Gechazi. Gechazi say, whoa, with this stick, what am I going to do with this stick? And therefore didn't do anything, because he, he devalued it. But that's the power of sanctification. He, Elisha sanctified his stick. The Gemara in Mesech is Yuma Ches. Nikanor sanctified his doors. What happened? The door just floated. The other, the first door that was thrown over the, over the side. Okay, he got caught in the net, some versions say. But how? Says Chayesh It was the Mesiris Nefesh of Nikanor that imbued these gates, these doors with Kedusha. And therefore, they had a mind of their own, so to speak. And they went along with the boat. Just like his, his Mesiris Nefesh caused the Yam to calm down finally, so too it imbued the door. Umatsanu, the same thing, Bahar Hamoria. The, the, the mountain of the base of Migdash, the mountain in Yerushalayim. Shenis Kadesh Lomayad al Yidei Ha'akeda. When did Har Maria get Kedusha? Not full Kedusha, you're not allowed to walk on there. When, when did it get a status? Semi Kedusha? Already from the Akeda. What do you mean from the Akeda? Vyesh Lisbonain. Answer Cheshmalev is the famous question. Har Sinai, if I knew where Har Sinai was, I could walk and have a barbecue on top of Har Sinai. Do whatever I want. There's no Kedusha. Zero. And yet, Har HaMoria? Avshin Nigal HaVakadosh Baruch Hu. Lord, it's Kaddish L'Doros V'Cholu. It's totally mundane. Because right when the shofar sounded, So why was it in Kaddish? Because of the Mesiris Nefesh that was occurred on that mountain. The mountain, the inanimate mountain itself, was Niskadesh. And we find this many times. And then he says, that's what's happening with these Maras Hatsovos. Mesiris Nefesh imbues physical items with Kedusha. We find by Parsha Sota, shall you both can also meet Tameya, Vabdika is a Maisa Nisim, women are Mayim Shahayu Bekia Isanasis. Unbelievable Nisim happened with the Mesota. They took water from the Kiyar with the, with the, with the dirt from the Azara. So the dirt of the Azara, that's Hara Maria. The, the water from the Kiyar that was in Skadesh, where? Through the Mesiris Nefesh of these women. 
That's what made this Kiyar so awesome, so special, so Kadosh, and that's what gave the water the special power. Hare skip down. And therefore, what we learn is Mesiris Nefesh for anything, for a mitzvah, for Kedusha, for Torah, for Tefillah, for Chesed, that imbues even inanimate objects with Kedusha. If you walk into the Beis Knesset Hagra in Shari Chesed, you still have, you look in front, in the front right, they still have Shlomo Zalman's Stender. And you look on the side, there's a, there's a plaque on the wall that says, this is where Shlomo Zalman was Shafach Sicho for 40, 50 years, whatever it was. This is where, in this corner by this Stender, this is where he daven. You look at the, the Stender. It's like, you, the, like the Kedush is emanating. It's emanating. It's like, it's, like, it's like, you can't even go near it. It shines. That's... That's Mesiris Nefesh for Tefillah, Mesiris Nefesh for, for the Jewish family by these Maras Hatzovos. That's, that's the power, the power that we have. The Maras Hatzovos. Okay. Moving right along, we have to give some time for Pashas Pakude, only fair. So, Paraglamitas Pasig Mem Gimel. Mem Gimel. All the way at the end. Almost. Pasig says, after everything was brought... Like Hashem commanded Moshe, so too they did. Hashem saw the entire Malacha, they did it exactly as should have been done. Ayain, the base Halevi we discussed three years ago on Pasha's Kisisa, how the Egel was mitukan by the Mishkan, why it was repeated many, many times. But the last three words, Vayavarech Otam Moshe. Moshe gives them a bracha. What bracha? Rashi says, this, this, this should bring Hashra'as Hashchina. This Mishkan should bring Hashra'as Hashchina. Ah. By the way, I'm sorry, I didn't do number six. Number six is the continuation of other examples where you see of uh, inanimate objects. There was a coat that Shmuel wore and there was uh, the sword that's used for the Mizbeach. Okay, other examples. But back to this pasuk. Moshe gave them a bracha. Right? They did a wonderful job, so they deserved the bracha. Says Rav Sarotskin, He was. I just found his Haggadah, so we're going to have some of his thoughts in the Haggadah Shir. Hashir v'Ashevach. It's his Haggadah. Bez Hashem. So the Znayim Latorah says, He was once at a communal gathering. There was a gathering, there was a shul that was built, some, some Moshe that was built, and the Rav collected all the money to build it, and he heard the Rav, He heard this Rav say, I want to thank all the donors, I want to thank Bechulu, giving credit to where credit is due. When they invited me up to speak, little did they know what I was going to say. So this, I spoke after the rabbi. So the rabbi thanked everybody because the tremendous mitzvah that they did helping out the rabbi. I got up and said, Olam hafuch ani ro'eh. To paraphrase the Gemara in Baba Basra and Daf Yud. I see an upside down world here. The rabbi is thanking all of the donors for everything that they did. Who really helped who in this regard? Amarti she'olam afuchani ro'ekan she'mishuras hadin hayashel hakahal levarechul lahodos laharav she'ishkiya kolkach amel b'davar tziburi v'she'himsi l'nadivim mitzvarabe gazu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives money to people to be shomrim on. You are shomer and use it for proper purposes. Says the says the. Azayim Torah. I think that everybody has to thank the one who gave them the opportunity to give. That's who deserves the real thanks. And everybody should thank the Rav, the one who caused them to give the money. Ella, that's what usually should occur. It's the opposite of what we usually think. Like Chazal say, and he quotes it all the way at the end, Yoser, Mimasha, Ashir, no Sein Lo'ani, Ha'ani no sin la'ashir. The opportunity to do a mitzvah 
the giver is giving is receiving more than he is actually giving. So he says, maybe that's why right after the Mishkan was finished, Moshe quickly gave them a bracha. Moshe. Why? Ella line twelve. Moshe Rabbeinu knew this. He knew that he deserved a lot of credit, but he was anav mikalada. He wasn't going to wait to be thanked on the back. Right after the Mishkan was completed, right after they built everything, the next, very next words, Vayavarech otam Moshe. Lo himtim v'lo kiva shem amenadim yavarech otam al shimsi lohem mitzvah rabba kazu. Moshe didn't want to give them the opportunity to give them the thanks after all what Moshe did, but rather he quickly went and gave them the bracha to try to, even though it's appropriate to thank Moshe in this regard, since he was anav mikal adam, he gave them the bracha. And this also answers why it emphasizes Vayavarech Otam Moshe. It said Moshe at the beginning of the Pasuk. Yerachayim HaKadosh, he quotes, asks, why does it repeat the word Moshe? Because Dafka Moshe did this. Generally, it should be the opposite. They should thank him, but Dafka Moshe went in, the, the Anav Mikal Adam went in to thank them and bless them even before they got a chance to thank him. But in reality, the message is, the one who is ma'afsher, the one who makes it possible for us to do a mitzvah, right? The one who organizes a chesed opportunity, a learning opportunity, a stuck opportunity, he's the one, she's the one that deserves the thank you. Besides, obviously, those who are involved deserve thank you, but they also have to make sure to thank the other, the organizer, to be mezakadem in the mitzvah. Okay, one more thought on the parsha, and then one thought on parshas paro. Next, Parak Lamates, Pasuk Lamet Beis. Lamates, Lamet Beis, going back a little bit in Pekudek. Vatecha kol avodas mishkan o'amoed, vayasu b'nei Yisroel k'chola sh'etziv Hashem es Moshe k'en asu. They finished the avoda and they did everything that they were commanded to do. Vayasu b'nei Yisroel. They all did it. They all did it. Everything, they, they finished the avoda and they all did it. Vayasu b'nei Yisroel. Second Arachayim, second Meshachachma. That's what we have to do tonight. It's a double parsha, and it's a repeat of the previous parshas. A lot of double things tonight. So therefore, we have two Arachayims and two Meshachachmas. Says the Arachayim HaKadosh, Vayasu B'nai Yisrael. Question. He's going to give a simple question, simple answer, and a Meshachachma related. Vahagam shelo asu ela b'tzala v'chachme lev. Didn't we say earlier that b'tzala did a lot of it, and even... If you want to limit it, Betzal had some help. The Chachmei Lev, well, it wasn't Kolbenei Yisrael. They contributed, but they didn't do it. And the Pasuk says, So what, does that mean they did it all by giving them the Dabba? We're not talking about the Dabbas anymore. This is after the whole discussion of the building. So, two answers. Either this is another one of the sources, put it on the list from the second paragraph of Kedushin to the principle of Shluchu Shaladam Kamoso. You're right, they didn't do it, but B'tzalel and L'chachmi Leiv acted on behalf of all of Kal Yisrael. So that's what it means. Shluchu Shaladam Kamoso. Uki'ilu Kal Yisrael Asu. It's as if all the Jews did it. V'hagam Shalom Matzinu Sha'asa B'tzalel El Ma'amar Hashem. Right? Number one, Shluchu Shaladam Kamoso. Number two, Od Nireh. Another idea. Again, a very well-known thought, but it's beautifully said here. And then we'll see the Meshachachma, which I've quoted in many shirim. I didn't see it specifically um, in Yisrael. So I'll mention it again. It hasn't been mentioned in a couple of years anyway. So it's uh, definitely worth worth repeating. Od Nira. Kikan asa hakasuv michevras haklalus b'kiyamatorah. This Pasuk is secretly telling us a message about how we should view all mitzvahs. And it reflects that every Jew needs the other one. The Torah was not given to any one Jew. It was given to all Jews. Each Jew has to do their job. What's incumbent upon them. That's the message. What does it mean all the Jews did it? Each Jew did what they needed to do, what they could do. And that's achdus. That's what it means. Like you, because you need each other. There are many mitzvahs 
that, cannot, that can only be fulfilled by certain people. We're discussing a mitzvah shir, those who listen. Discussing a mitzvah, even those who don't listen. Mitzvahs. There are mitzvahs for Kohanim. There are mitzvahs for Kohanim Gedolim. There are mitzvahs for Yisraelim. There's a mitzvah for somebody who steals. There's a mitzvah for somebody who divorced. There's a mitzvah for men. There's a mitzvah for women. There are mitzvahs and mitzvahs. But so many mitzvahs, many mitzvahs, don't apply to everybody. So how do I do 613? Number I can learn about them, but says the Meshach, says the Arachayim HaKadosh, that's this Pasuk. If I do what I need to do, and I am connected to you, I'm Vahatarecha Kamocha with you, then we all, Klal Yisrael did it, Vayasu B'nei Yisrael. It's impossible. Right? There's, there's no way that one person can do all of them. There's Kohanim, Levim, Israelim. There's men, there's women. There are mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael, and there are mitzvahs that are not in Eretz Yisrael. Well, not certainly in Eretz, not in Eretz Yisrael, but the mitzvahs specifically in Eretz Yisrael, which cannot be fulfilled if one lives outside of Eretz Yisrael. There are mitzvahs on the king. There are mitzvahs on the bezdin. There are many mitzvahs. So says the Rachaim Hakadosh. If everybody does what they need to do and what they're supposed to do, that's achdus. Just like if you have a team. If you have a team, everybody plays a different position. If everybody played the same position, you wouldn't have a team. Everybody has to do a different position. If everybody does their position successfully, then the team's going to win. Klal Yisrael is a team. We each do what we need to do and what we have to do. Vayasu b'nei Yisrael. As a whole, we we do it together. And that's also the same idea that is expressed beautifully by the Meshachachma. Again, some of you might have heard me say this in the past Shiurim. And that is, the Meshachachma in Yisrael points out that there are two very similar psukim that are mentioned, one in Yisrael, one in Mishpatim. The Pasuk in Yisro tells us in source number 9, Vayanu kol ha'am yachtov vayomru kol ha'shadibar Hashem na'aseh. B'nei Yisrael answer by Matan Torah and they say, we'll do it. Na'aseh. Na'aseh v'nishpah is not here. Na'aseh v'nishpah is at the end of Mishpatim. Question 1, why does it say Na'aseh in Yisro? Why does it say Na'aseh v'nishpah in Mishpatim? Question 2, in the Na'aseh Pasuk, we have the extra word of yachtov. Together. Masha'enkein in the Pasuk by Na'aseh v'nishpah does not say yachtov. Says the Meshachachma, I'm not going to say it, read it inside to save those who have heard me say this before. There are two ways, like the Arachayim HaKadosh says, there are two ways for all Jews to fulfill the mitzvahs. Because after all, it's impossible, as we said. But there are really two ways. Number one is for everybody to do what's incumbent upon them. If I do what I'm supposed to do, and you do what you're supposed to do, and the Kohen does what he's supposed to do, and the Levi, then together we will have done all Tariyag mitzvahs. The other way is to learn about a mitzvah. Somebody doesn't have a firstborn son, he learns about Pidyon Aben. Somebody does, can't fulfill this mitzvah, he lives at a time when there's no base of Mikdash, he has to learn about the Karbanas. He has to say Karbanas and focus and study them. The two psukim. One Pasuk says, Naseh, do it! How can it be, be fulfilled through action? Yachtov, together. Everybody together. He does him and she does this and I do that. Yachtov, that could actually be a Naseh. The other part doesn't have a yachtav. Why? Because it's all me. I could do all of them. How? Nase v'nishma. And by hearing and learning and studying it, that's another way I could fulfill all of the mitzvahs. Exactly a hemshech from the Yerachayim HaKadosh who says that's the Pasuk Vayasu Kobane Yisrael. Okay. One final point. Parsha's para, as we know, is always the parsha immediately preceding Parsha's Achodesh. This year we don't have a break starting now. We have Parshas Para, Parshas Achodesh, Shabbos Agadol, Pesach. Right? In a row. No break. Straight. Says the... So for Rabbanim, Shabbos Agadol comes earlier, but then you have a couple of days to breathe in between before Pesach. Okay? So there's always a mile and a chisarin for... Uh, it's all a mile. There's no chisarin. It's all a mile, Baruch Hashem, for everyone. Says the Svanim Rebbe. Shivas Yamim Kodim Lusrei Fasapara, Mafrishin Kohen Asori Fasapara. There are two halachos where we have to separate a Kohen before he's involved in an avoda. The first mission in Yuma tells us that before Yom Kippur, we have to be mafresh the Kohen Gadol for a week to make sure he stays tahar. There's another halacha. The Kohen that's involved in burning the paraduma is separated. The Mishnah tells us in Mesechah's para for seven days before he's involved in the burning of the paraduma. What's the parallel? Paraduma and Yom Kippur. What's the parallel? 
says the Nesiva Shalom. Line 10. I understand on Yom Kippur the Kohen Gadol. Shem Chaper, I'll call Klai Yisrael, he's getting a Kapara. I understand, he needs Achonis for seven days. But the Paraduma, what, it's, what do you, it's, it's not even the Kohen Gadol that's involved. Right? So Shreifas Apara, what do you, what do you, what do you need such Achona for? So he says, at root, they're both the same idea though. And they both require tremendous hachana because it's not an easy state of mind that one has to achieve and to be in to accomplish kapara on Yom Kippur and to accomplish uh, the avoda of paraduma. And he quotes the Bartitshaver, who says on line 17, Yadua, sheyom ha-kippurim eno machaper ragat sheyachlis asmo legeder ayin. Yom Kippur is only machaper when I have achieved the hashkafa, the world view that I am ayin, meaning Hakadosh Baruch Hu is above me. I have an adon. Sheyomar ani umasheyeshli v'cholakochos sheli hakol hu labari yisbarak shemo. Yom Kippur only works when I realize that I am a nivra. I am a finite human being who makes mistakes and has flaws, and I need to do tshuva. And I realize Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the bari olam. I have to lower myself in my mind on Yom Kippur. He says that's even the message of the Hishtachavaya, the only day of the year. Hishtachavaya of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur and the Kodesh Kadashim. He's Nichna Lagamre Lashem Yisbar Ka'ayin Ve'efes. That's Yom Kippur. Lowering oneself. Being Mavatel oneself. Skip a couple of lines. Akash Mavatel Asmo Babachinas Ayin Ve'efes. Ain Kan Od Ploni. If I, if I lower myself, I, I'm not me, I'm like nothing, that's why kapara works. Because the Kaddish Baruch is only going to punish A. But if, if I make myself offer, if I, make, if I lower myself in front of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and I, meaning, I don't, it's not that I, I think I'm a nothing. I realize the Kaddish Baruch Hu is in charge of everything in my life, besides my Bechir Chavshis. So then kapara would work. Says the Nesiva Shalom, that's exactly what Paraduma is as well. Paraduma is as well. Why? Paraduma is the avoda that's done, how we react to something that is totally out of our control. Tumas Mes, Misa, the ultimate in the acknowledgement that human beings are not in charge of their own destiny. It's the ultimate in that acknowledgement. Somebody can have all the money in the world, or somebody can have everything. But there will come a time at Mea Ve'esrim that... You know, there'll be a time he has to return his neshama. And what do we do with the paraduma? We burn it to bits. We burn it to ashes. That's why we do that. Because the whole avoda is about bitol. Second column. It says that's why you need such hachana. You need such hachana, such preparation, because this is a hard mentality to be in, realizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. But he says, that's what we have to get to, and that's the message. The message of Paraduma, the message before we get into Chodesh HaGu'ulam, when we realize everything in our lives is up to Hashem, and that's why we need Him so badly, to bring the Geula. So that's what it's about. And it's not just Parech Bavir thinking about it. The, the Shulchan Aruch even says when we should be thinking about this. It's an unknown Shulchan Aruch. We don't focus on it. But it's the fifth simon in all of Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch says in Simon Hay, it's one si'if in Arachayim. The Shulchan Aruch says, whenever we say Shem Hashem in a bracha, this is what you should be thinking. Yechavein Pirish Kriyaso. How do we say, what do we say when we say Hashem Yudke Vavke? We don't pronounce it. We say Ado. What does that mean? My master. Yechavein Ba'adnuso. Shehu Adon Akol. Realize that he's the master of everything. And I also should think about the Ksiva, Yurke Vavke, which means Hayahova Viyir. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says. And there's a problem, we can't think about that. Every time some Akronim quote that there's a special Yihiratun, you could say, in the morning, every Shem Hashem that I say should be with that Kavana, and make it an Altsnai, some Sadurim have that. But either way, at least once, twice, a couple of times, when we say Shem Hashem, to realize Ado means he is my Adon. That's the message of Parshish Parah. That's the message of Yom Kippur to realize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. And just to end off with, he says in the last paragraph, there are three inyanim that are Metahir, a Jew. A Mikvah, B'nai Yisrael, and Hashem. 
What does that mean? Mikva, Hamataras Adamitumaso, Yisrael, his Achdus im Yehudim. If I am connected with my fellow Jews, that's a mikvah. That's mitarmi. That's one of the godless, the, one of the reasons of, of the godless of Tefillah B'tzibor. I don't daven myself. No, I'm mitar myself davening with a minion. And three, of course, is being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, That cleanses me as well. But all three, he says, is really nullifying and being mevatel myself. To Hashem, obviously. To others, I'm saying, I'm not an individual. I'm just part of the klal. And a mikvah, it's as if I'm going under the water and I, I, I don't exist until I come out again. But all three methods of Tara have to do with bitol hayesh, and that is a deeper message. Says the son of Marebi of Parshas Parashu. We should all be zochet to, to gain this realization as we head towards one Chodesh Hagula to the next Chodesh Hagula. As we bench uh, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we will uh, continue next week. Uh, next week will be regular still, Wednesday night. As we start a new Sefer, and this week we say, Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazik.